provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Nearly as useful as a condom with holes. Why two douchebags and a microphone? Because two fuck nuts and a recorder was taken. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Man, I sure wish I was the garbage man. You know what I could do if I was the garbage man? I could go to the wrong parts of town on the wrong days periodically in the morning and then watch everybody run out of their house in their underwear with two bags of trash screaming, Stop! Halt! Yeah, that's what I'd love to do. Hey everybody, it's Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, well welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. For real. And we have a few listeners out there and we really appreciate you guys. And thank you and thank you for, you know, being there and staying there and listening. Our, uh, like I said yeah. before, our um, people that come back and listen rate is really, really high. So, so thank you. Keep listening, keep downloading, tell your friends. Um, like I've always said here, um, the best thing you can do is grab people's phones, download the show on them without their permission, doesn't matter. With or without, grab their phones, download all our shows on their phone, go to their desktops, at work, church, wherever. Download all our shows there. Go to Walmart, get on their computers. Download all our shows on there. If you're a true fan, you will do that, and you'll get us at least 3,000 hits a day. Just you yourself, because you're going around grabbing people's um, private property and downloading our show on there without their permission. Doesn't that sound fair? Okay, right? now what? Yeah, yeah, it does. Now, now it does. Well, I mean, now, when we first, when I first started <laughs> on this show, yeah, I was taken out of the little rude mark. You know, well, look, I mean, look, people don't pay for the I, show, I, right? I, it's I, free. I would just call in now. Now that I'm co-host. Now you get it, right? Come on, everybody. Yeah. People, grab any phone you can buy and download it. Come yeah. on. Buy 10 phones and download them on every phone. Let's do it. If you're it's a fan, you'll do computers. that. Yes. <laughs> so, anyhow, of course, that's parody, but you know what? Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I, got a, I got a story here, Rob, that's pretty interesting. Um, Go ahead. All right. You know, in Nashville, there's um, three friends that took upon themselves to manage to manage a hotel that was uh, uh, personless at the front desk for hours. Really? Yep. Three uh, three friends took it upon themselves to manage a Nashville hotel for a few hours. After a late night of partying, the trio was unable to check into their room at Laquita Inn and Suites 
because there was no employees in sight. The was Saturday, that in Omaha, Nebraska? No, it was Nashville. Oh, well, okay. Why did uh, you have the same I'd problem? Say, in, uh, I'd say it's the Quinn and in Omaha one night. Oh, oh yeah. I had, had a bunch of tools stole off the back of my truck in a tornado. <laughs> totally different story. Oh, wow. Okay. My only... only And then the... the, You know, I was only there for like four to six hours sleeping. And the hotel wouldn't do nothing about it. All they told me was, you got to call the cops. Well, i got to get to work. I'm out of town. i got to get to work. Finish up so I can go home. And be with my family. Okay, so let me get this straight. You had your tools stolen. And you had a tornado. Oh, yeah, there tornado sirens. There was like two foot of water running down Omaha streets that night. Wow. Like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I was working on all these. I was working on all these stores back when I was doing all these stores. Uh-huh. And we were redesigning the store. Like I went, I went. It was like a two-day trip. I went up to Cancel Bluffs, Iowa. Yep, yep, that's right Redid next to Omaha. Store. It's pretty much, it's a suburb of Omaha. Yeah, yeah. It's like half hour apart. That's where all the casinos are. Well, after we got done with that one, me and the district manager and some of the other managers head up to Omaha. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we're there. uh, They closed at like 9, 10, whatever. It it was was later than that. It was after closing. And we hear tornado sirens going off. Thank God I'm in an F-350. Yeah. Because I need it to drive down the road. Because I'm telling you, there was like a foot to two foot of water running down the roads at the moment. Oh, wow. So there's and a lot of flash I'm flooding, at like too. like 11, 12 o'clock at night trying to find a hotel. And I find the Quinta Inn. I finally get in my room about midnight. Uh-huh. I get up at 6 a.m., Go out to the truck to leave to go back to all these to finish the work. Uh-huh. I look, one of my toolboxes is gone off the back of the truck. Oh fuck! I go through my other big toolbox. They still other tools. And so I go into the front desk, and they say, "Well, you're gonna call the local police and have them deal with it." I ain't got time for this. I gotta get to work. I gotta go home. You know. Uh huh. I'm from out of state. And I trusted your parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, for six hours. And I had tools stolen in a tornado. Come on. That's so, yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy. Wow. Um, so yeah, therefore I will never stay another night in Omaha. My uh, my night in Omaha was uh, pretty nuts too. I went to uh, I went to a concert there with some, with a friend of mine and some people that I didn't know, and uh, and um, anyhow it was uh, Vince Neil, Queensrÿche, and Sebastian Bach, and there's another band in there too. I can't think of who it was. Um, uh, anyhow, um, let's see. Uh, so I'm there and I'm getting trashed. And uh, so no. I, so I take a, I take a, um, I take a cab back to the DoubleTree downtown where I was staying. Right. So uh, I was gonna, I was like, you know what? I need another beer. So 
I go there and I get the bartender's attention in the lobby there, the lobby, the, the bar lobby, and I call him over there, hey, I'll take, uh, I'll take this beer, okay, alright, be right back. So, I'm going to go use the bathroom, and I got lost, and I ended up in the kitchen of the fucking hotel, and I fell asleep in the corner. I pat, well, I more or less passed out in the corner of the kitchen, and the kitchen was closed, so nobody saw me till in the morning. So, anyhow, come over, someone come over there, and I got a really nice room and everything, and I barely used it because I passed out in the kitchen of the, of the, uh, because this is a bar and grill place that's actually in the, in the lobby of the Doubletree, right? Only the, the grill was closed because it was so late after the concert. So, yeah, they, they, uh, they found me more, hey, what are you doing? Who are you? And I'm like, well, I'm staying here. Okay, what room? I'm like, hang on, let me look at the fucking, uh, let me look at the card. Okay, 671 or something like that. And I'm like, okay, what's your name and all that? Okay, you're staying here. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I wandered off. And I was like, wow, I wonder what ever happened to that beer. And then the next day uh, when I got back to Kansas City, I noticed they did charge me for it. <laughs> so they figured out who I was. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyhow, not quite, as, not quite as crazy as your story. But I love Omaha. I've been to Omaha a lot of times. I like the... Um, the old orchard area, and uh, they yeah, have. I, I, I actually have a cousin who lives about an hour, hour and a half over in Iowa. Okay, over so. In Atlantic. Uh huh. And so, actually, she's supposed to come down there again, stay the weekend with me. So. Oh, okay, cool. So you're familiar with the uh, with the Omaha area, and, and you like it a little too. bit, a little bit. The downtown area is pretty. Yeah, they have a lot of that, park that space. That was the nuttiest night, man. Oh, it had to have been. They've got that bridge. It's like fucking Harry the Talking Bridge or something like that. Then you go on there, you push it, and it tells you about the bridge. It's a bridge between Iowa and Nebraska. Halfway, halfway past the Missouri River is uh, Iowa. The other side, is, you know, you yeah. kind of like stand in it. So anyhow. Oh yeah, and, and the price they gave for that hotel room. Uh huh. Over a hundred. Ooh, for La Quinta. Wow, for a Lakita Inn, that is, man, that's pretty pricey. So, okay. Uh, okay, well, the Saga, okay, we're talking about the, sorry, we, we got off track. Imagine that, Rob, we got off track. Yeah, imagine that. Okay, so, um, anyhow, um, let's see, where the hell was I? Okay, after a night of partying, the trio was unable to check into their room at the Lakita Inn and Suites because there was uh, there were no employees in sight. The saga was first documented on TikTok early Wednesday morning in a 40-second clip with a caption stating, When you arrive to the hotel and there's no staff, so you have a new job. We've been working here for two hours. So they just took it over and just started working. After checking to make sure no one had fallen asleep behind the desk or in one of the back offices, the, again, the friends began to answer phones, greet customers, even set up the breakfast buffet. They did manage to find one employee, a maid, who didn't know what, were, that, uh, what was going on, but said she had not seen anyone in a couple of hours. They also reached out to the general manager, who was on a business trip in California and wasn't aware that there were no employees on the floor. So instantly, we were like, we, we went into manager mode. We run business uh, back home. All of them run businesses at Trio. Manager mode kicks in, all right. Let's see what we can do. Kenzie, one of the friends, uh, shared. The friends fielded several complaints from customers about un unauthorized payments 
as well as lack of hotel personal availability. Police later showed up to hotel, uh, but gave them permission to do whatever they have to do. As they began to leave, the friends reported. The friends recounted the table and and uh, and, uh, and that they all uh, that they all uh, um, went around on the TikTok video, and uh, they all told uh, you know their story of what happened. One friend was uh, taking calls. The other was helping guests get checked in and checked out, and yet another was helping serve breakfast. They managed to hold the fort down until Lakita Inn employees showed up. By then, the trio had managed to get everyone settled. The friends then asked if they could check into their room, but the employee uh, told them that they would be charged a $25 <laughs> resort fee. The general manager from another Wyndham Hotel and Resorts made an appearance a short time later. They, they, uh, they caught him up in the drama and in that ensued and uh, were met with other disbelief and gratitude uh, for holding the hotel down. We'll get them checked in. We're not charging you anything, the manager reportedly told them. The crew headed up to the sixth floor to decompress in only uh, in one of the only rooms available, thinking everything was fine. But as soon as they entered the room, they spotted a naked woman inside. <laughs> I wonder if they TikTok that with a naked woman. The lady proceeded to tell well, them that she... Well, that might make me enough to want to join TikTok. Yeah, Can you see so. stuff like that on TikTok? I don't I, know. I don't know. I've never been a TikTok guy. I'm if you can see a naked woman on TikTok, I'm joining. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, you know what? I couldn't tell you. I say download the app and go from there. I don't know. The lady proceeded to tell them she would be staying at the hotel for the next two weeks. The friends let her know they were not trying to steal a room and that they had received the room key from management. They went down to the lobby for the last time and let the manager know what happened. Okay. No, uh, so, did the TikTokers stay or not stay at Lakita Inn after all? No. After they reported that they uh, saw to the Holiday Inn general manager about the woman being naked, Kenzie asked if they could stay at the hotel. Can we please just stay at your hotel because this ha has just honestly been a shit show of a mess. The friends, up when the friends ended up with three suites and three breakfasts after the manager made a call back to his hotel gushing over how amazing they had been. He took their contact information and said that he would be in touch. He said he will be in touch, so I don't know what that means. Maybe we're getting a holiday in, Kenzie joked. If they do get a holiday in, the friends uh, have asked their viewers to come by and stay with them. Lakeith Inn and Suites and Winham Hotels and Resort property was not publicly commented on the incident. I bet they haven't. Uh, kind of embarrassing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, your people don't show up, so... People out of the blue come in and run it better than the fucking deal logs you've had fucking running it. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, hey, Rob. You want to know something? Yeah. What's we that? got a dear douchebags. All right. All right. How about we take this short little break here and we come back with a dear douchebags letter? I can't wait. Fuck yeah. Hang tight. Dear douchebags coming right up. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Brick, shit house, energy drink. That's right, brick, shit house, energy drink. 
Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. Two douchebags and a microphone says. You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. Douchebags and microphone here. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright. Well, like I mentioned, you know what I have in my evil little cluffs here? A Dear Douchebags letter. That's right, kiddos. A Dear Douchebags letter. I know. I know. No need to thank us. They sent them in to us, and we just try to help. But, saying that, we're just here to help, right, Rob? Just saying that, though. Um, We try the best we can. Yes. So, like we always say, our advice is probably not great advice. It's probably some of the worst advice you'll ever get. And if you adhere to our advice, you're on your own. We guaranteed none of this. As a matter of fact, we probably would be more apt to tell you to stay as far away from our opinion and what you should do than anything, right? And for the record, we do not have diplomas. No. Well, I do. No. I no. do. I, I would. Do. Yeah. So don't, don't be suing us for malpractice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just tell, we're telling you right off that. You take our advice, yeah. it's on you. I do not have a uh, a, a dear Abby diploma. I do not have a uh, um, um, a psychology diploma. So if I were you no, I don't either. Yeah. So I can't even get my kids to listen to me. <laughs> I think that's everybody, Rob. We talked about that before we went on air. Yes we did, and we can uh, if you want your rant Tomorrow night, we can fit your rant in tomorrow night if you want. If you I want gotta to do, figure out a word. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I say this. Hold on. So anyhow, this let's take. Does my kids? It's millennials. It's Gen Zs. Yeah, but the, like I said, I talked to my mom mm-hmm. before I talked to you tonight. Yeah. And she told me, she's right. It's every generation. We don't listen to our parents. Yeah. That's what my rant's about, to be honest. Yep. And uh, and honestly, it don't even have to be your parents. It's somebody your parents' age. Yes. You well, I mean, to that's you, a, you do whatever you want anyway. Remember a couple of podcasts ago, we're talking about how the ge- generation right below the whatever generation is the polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that's because now, when you're young, you think everybody's crazy, but you. And now our kids would rather listen to our parents. Yes, than us. Yes. My parents were boomers. My parents were born 46 and 47. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah, so it is what it is. So, um, anyhow, let's take a short pause so I can insert the, uh, the um, title. Let's do it. Dear Abby, not quite. You have questions, we have answers. They're not very good answers, but we have them. 
Alright, dear douchebags, I and all the other immediate neighbors on my block have a real issue on our hands. We have a guy that loves to mow early in the morning. Now there isn't an ordinance to how early he can start, so there is no legal action that could be taken. He's been asked nicely enough to please wait until a more proper hour to make the noise. We don't really know how to get this idiot to stop. Please help us, douchebags. Signed, Mowing Too Early in New Jersey. Another great name, huh? I love it. I do. Uh, and I feel for it. I, I, I do, too. It. I've had that happen before, and it sucks. You get woke up, the ass crack and nothing. Fucking some asshole out there fucking mowing with his headphones on, bobbing his head. It's like, you motherfucker. Well, let's see. Let's see what the douchebags came yep. up with, Rob. You think we came up with something was good? Was that a neighbor? Was that a neighbor? Yes. Okay, just a neighbor. Okay. Yeah. Makes a big difference in my defense. Okay. 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 Well, here is the douchebags rebuttal and reply and horrible advice. Okay, here's what it was said. Well, that really sucks. I guess since there isn't a legal recourse. Maybe there's some evil trickery that perhaps could sway said asshole from such activity. <laughs> Number one, remove his gas I tank. I thought going through my head before you even said that. Is that what you thought? Really? Oh, yeah. Let's pay the dude back. <laughs> of course. That's what you do. Okay. Number one, remove his gas tank. Simple. Couple of minutes, one night. Boom. He ain't moving anywhere for a while. And good luck ordering one. If it's a John Deere, <laughs> it could be a half year before he gets another uh, gas tank back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good solid advice. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Like it? Like I, had, it. I, I, I had something a little bit go with that. So no, go with that. Just take the whole gas tank. Well, what were you thinking? I was thinking that sugar. Oh, we, there's always that if he like gets another gas. I'm that. I ain't gonna say no more. Okay, let me put it like add this. Sugar. You can add sugar. Everybody if, knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Here, here I got this, Rob. Here's what I got for that. Okay, if the guy gets a gas tank and puts it back on immediately and then starts doing it again, then I think you would be more likely to add sugar, right? That's when you'd be yeah, more likely to baby Ruth. Yeah, baby Ruth that fucking tank up really good. All right. Tank motor, yeah, it's just like putting sugar in a gas tank of a car. You really well, I mean, motor. The people I knew through baby Ruth. That's the people you really hate. Yeah. Throw baby Ruth in there and it'll lock that engine up quick. Not that I would know anything about that. Meaning, I've never done it myself, but I know people that have. So. Number two you could do, place grub worms scattered in his yard, then let one armadillo loose over his fence. In three hours, he won't have any grass to speak of, no grass to mow, it's done. And you live down south. Are armadillos that bad? They can chew up that the water. right there, my friend, is the answer. Yes. They will make your yard that not right only look plowed, they make your yard look plowed and dis because they literally 
Go through the whole patch of yard. They can do it in an hour. They'll root up the whole yard finding these grub worms that they eat. The hell with the grub worm. Just throw the armadillo in. Oh, okay. I had a guy from work that spent countless hours trying to hunt armadillos outside his back door. Oh, they... You know, I, he was it, up to like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, you know. It's amazing and how much... work at 5, 6. They can go through acreage in one night. I'm not kidding you. One armadillo. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, they are fast on the grub worms. Yeah, add the grub worms. Yeah, the, the grub worms would just make sure that they they smelt them and they would just chew up the whole yard. And they'll stay in that yard. Yes, that's why the I say... They'll stay in that yard. That's Good why point. That's why it was said to add the grub worms, is because they will stay in that yard. So, and you might de-grub worm right. your whole yard before you do this, by the way. Go ahead and put some anyway, uh, grub kill anyway, out there. Throw the armadillo in there. Let them chew it up. All right. All right. Number three. Fill his rain barrels partially with grass killer concentrate. Huh. That, that, yeah, you put those in rain, bar rain barrels. Then the rain barrels fill up as concentrate. They go to spray it on their lungs. And boom. They don't have any grass left either, so he's not mowing. Have you ever used that grass killer concentrate, getting rid of some grass on like, I don't know, maybe like a yeah. mulch bed or something? Yeah. yeah. It would work. Well, all you do is you locate his rain barrels and just put a couple of uh, couple of cups of that uh, concentrate in there. When he goes to water his lawn, it's done. Number, number four. Yeah, I, I've worked with condos. I, yeah, I know. Oh, chemicals. you know. Number four. Scatter 20 lug nuts and 2 pounds of gravel all over his lawn. That'd do it. He'll be breaking out shit he didn't even know no, he had. Oh, bad idea, bad idea, bad was idea. Was that, was that? He goes mow his lawn and you get your windows broke out. Oh, okay. Bad douchebags. Number four's bad a dud. Bad douchebags, though. Bad douchebags. Uh, yeah, that's one you did not run across me. Okay. Well, I would have called that one from the get-go. Bad douchebag. I don't want don't my windows broke out getting okay. revenge on him. Okay, good point. All right, or finally, last but not least, install a spring-loaded dildo in his John Deere seat. Hopefully he isn't into pegging. Good luck, asshole. <laughs> and if he is into oh, pegging... He's out there mowing 7 o'clock in the morning. He's going to be on that mower all the time if you do that. So you think that anyone that mows at 7 a.m. is into pegging and he would love that spring-loaded dildo? He's going to like that dildo. He's going to love it. Okay, another bad advice. You know what? You're on your own, asshole. I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. No, we had it. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. Uh, armadillo and grub burns. Okay, there you go. All right, that's all you need to know. <laughs> all right, an another satisfied customer, Hope we can help. <laughs> Another satisfied customer. I'm so proud of us. I'm getting teary-eyed. Like that sounds like the best defense to me. I'm getting teary-eyed at our... Because if, if you go if you go messing with his mower, there'll be criminal charges. Eh, okay, you're right. Yeah, just so our go with the armadillo and some drugs. Okay, all right. 
But Rob, I'm getting, I'm getting teary-eyed. Our level of dedication towards our listeners. Are you? Oh yeah, always. I, yeah, I uh, care about our listeners. I'm over here almost. I want to give them the best advice we can. Let's uh, let's all do let's all do a virtual hug right now, okay? You out there? I'm in there, buddy. I'm land. there. My arms are open. My arms are open too. Come on in. Bring it on in. Come on. Mm, come on. Oh, come on a little bit. Come on. Come on. Closer. Come I'm on, so sorry you, you're not there. You got. You guys know. You guys know us. Come on, man. We've been talking a long time, right? Come on, bring it in. Give us the sugar. There give us the love. Go. Oh, there I'm we go. Feeling everybody. Oh, ooh, that is close. Hey. Yeah. Hey, what the hell, man? What you got in your pants hey, there? What, what the hell was that? Hey, hey, oh, hey. hey whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know what? We should have known this. Anyone that listens to us will get out of hand, right? <laughs> so. Actually, hey, that felt good. All right. Rob, uh, <laughs> we turn our attention to Rob. You have how, do, how do we follow that up? Uh, we follow it with you. Do you have something you want to talk about, or? Uh, yeah, hang on. All right, Rob's gonna all follow right, up those last comments. All right. <laughs> okay, you have you heard the rumors about Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson might be brothers? Yes. Okay, here we go. Maury Povich just offered to come out of retirement to help Matthew McConaughey I did, and Woody I, Harrelson figure out if the two share a father. This is on Decider.com. Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> this video obtained by E! News, Povich told the stars he heard about the possibilities of them sharing a father. I mean, Matthew, I don't know you, he began. Woody, you're my pal, but guess what? I would come out of retirement. We could do a prime time DNA. Morty's back with Woody and Matthew. You know what? And they do even look alike. Woody and Matthew do look alike too. I could see it. Actually, I was looking at the picture, uh-huh. and the more they talk about, it, oh my god! Yeah, they do. Man, but wouldn't yeah, that be yeah, awesome? And do it more with the dad and the mom knew each other, and there's a yeah, there's a chance they could be. Sounds like he was breaking her down like a shotgun. Maybe their mom is a little bit of a uh, loose uh, Lucy, huh? You think she's a Lucy? I mean, come on. Think she's some burger leg? Come on. I think I think this is Woody Harrelson's dad. I think Meemaw is a little bit of a dirty leg. What do you think? And. Matthew McConaughey's dad. I think I think got around. Them two, them two have about the same history. So yeah, I think Mima had him spread. I think Mima had him spread. What do you think? Yeah, Mima Mima was a filthy whore. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Maury Povich has said he would come out of retirement to announce it. He's just doing that because he wants to meet their mom. I know what that old nasty's (laughs) doing. There you go. Mrs. Harrelson or uh, or uh, whatever, McConaughey or whatever. We're going to find out if you're a filthy whore. But first, but first, touch this. <laughs> I know you will. Obviously, Social media is going to find out. <laughs> Obviously, Social you're... media is going to tell us. <laughs> We're just going to report it. Obviously, Meemaw, you're a filthy whore. 
so you won't mind. <laughs> so, uh, you, you got some other stories you want to go into, or? Uh, you got something real quick? Yeah, I sure do. I got some invisible yeah. house paddlings. Oh, well, hell. I can't, there's no way I could be an house paddling. Okay, then. All right, well... Since we just took a break, we can't do the dramatic, the dramatic break, and then put like Satan in there, and you know, and and uh, deep thoughts with Mark and all that stuff. So we're just going to go straight into the ass paddling. How's that? Hey, after the week I've had, I'm ready for an ass paddling. All right. This son bitch is going to hurt. Okay. First off, on the docket for the invisible ass pad. Oh, I got to explain it first. All right. For we newbies out there, everybody, you know, we have a high listenership retention. We appreciate it. So most of you people who are listening to this will know what an invisible ass paddling is. For the people yeah, that, yeah, you need to explain that. For the people that do not know, me and Topher, the two creators of this thing at first, and I think Topher might be leaning towards doing a segment here and there for us and recording it probably at his home studio, the No Filter Studio. This is the Talk is Cheap studio at, at the No Filter Studio and uh, sending it to me and then I'm putting it on a podcast. It might be like Topher's Corner or Fuck You or Eat My Dick or whatever he wants. So, anyhow, me and Topher walking on the beach. We're not holding hands due to popular speculation. Rob, go ahead. I know it's coming. <laughs> You have your doubts about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. Okay. We were not holding hands. We were simply being friends walking on the beach. And all of a sudden... I will say I still question that. I knew that was coming. (laughs) We were not holding hands. We were walking on the beach. And all of a sudden, I stub my toe, and boom, and I fall on the ground. And Tover's like, ah you fucking dumbass. I go, no, there's something back there in the sand. We go back there, and it's a bottle. And it's capped off with a cork. And I'm like, hey, let's open this bitch up. Maybe there's a genie in there. And Topher's like, ah, oh, fuck, you're an idiot. <laughs> open it up and poof, the genie comes out. And then me and Topher are like, yeah, yeah, we get three wishes. And genie's like, no, 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 no. Let me dispel some of the common myths. One, one fucking wish, and that's it. I don't give you three wishes. I'm not hanging around you losers that long. I'm giving you your one wish, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. So choose wisely, bitches. So me and Topher looked at each other and said, Hey, let's be invisible once a month so we can deliver ass paddlings to people that need it. The genie rolled his eyes and almost didn't grant us the wish, but he had to because that's just the way genies work. And he's like, fuck. He goes, I can't believe it. He said, you know, pollution, world starvation, wars, and you guys fucking picked this. And he really didn't want to give us the wish, but he did. So that is how invisible ass paddlings have. Once a month, we turn invisible. One of us holds the victim down or the person that needs it, and the other one takes a giant wooden paddle and swats the person on the ass for an unspecified amount of times, depending on how we feel about he or she. So that is an invisible ass paddling. So number one on the list this uh, month, Marilyn Manson. And do you know why, Rob? Why? I've got the story, and I'm going to go to it maybe next, because I'm going to go in and out the story okay, right Marilyn now. Marilyn Manson Because he hawked a loogie on a video guy, and he got sued. 
Okay, that that yeah, that we did. Okay, all right. I, so I I, I, I I like Marilyn Manson until then. Well, I do too, but what he did was really uh, you don't hawk a loogie on somebody. That's fucking yeah. You don't do that. That's just just yeah. That's just disgusting. That motherfucker needs a fucking smack. He needs an ass paddling. You know, and maybe he'll straighten up. Maybe he'll never do it again after that. It'll be like, man, my ass is sore. These guys taught me a lesson. I may be Merlin Manson, but I'm not above um, discipline, and I deserve what I got. Right? Yeah. Okay. Number three. Or no, no, number two. Mitch McConnell. And that's because he keeps freezing up, not knowing where he's at for a minute or two, and denying there's anything wrong, and denying stepping down. This has happened maybe three or four times now. He'll just freeze up, look blank, not know where he's at, and everyone's like, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Well, nothing's going on. Why? Why do you say? It's like, well, you know, we're not stupid people. We, uh, okay. yeah, we see something's really wrong there inside. And you're denying it, but obviously you got something going on inside that's not good. And maybe you need to address it, but no, no, no. Number three, Elon Musk, again, just because not only is he in the Hall of Fame, but I think I'm just going to keep paddling his ass every time I get a chance. Sound good? Yeah. Number four, General Motors. Because their CEO makes like 300 fucking million a year, where Toyota's CEO makes like maybe 1.5, something like that. I'll have to look it up, but it's like a really, really big disparity. I mean, just such a, a huge amount of difference. Is there a Toyota plant in Kansas City? No. No? Damn it. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um... We have a GM and a Ford plant, and we did have a Harley plant. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, Jim. I'm looking for some place for my son to get a job at. Hmm. I can get him on the end. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what, I'm going to write you down some places, because I was in construction a great number of years. And I've got some places that are always looking for people. Uh, you, now, me and you will talk later. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm... Yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm gonna need to talk to you about that. We'll just we'll okay. Just I've got, I've got some solid places, so okay. No, I'm, I'm talking housing and everything. I'm gonna need some places. I, I, yeah, I've got some ideas. And anyhow, you know what? When it gets a little bit closer, I'll go ahead and you know what? I mean, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Like I said, we got a little time. Okay. All right. Next one, Daniel Jones for fucking ripping New York Giants off. On a huge contract, not being able to throw a ball. I mean, gosh, that guy got away with one. Damn, the contract that they fucking signed him to. <coughs> and the guy, I, 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 I cannot argue that one. Yeah, he looks like a deer in the headlights every time he's out there. Yeah. Yep. Next one, Taylor Swift. Leave Travis Kelsey alone. <laughs> Ugh. We don't need him to be a Swifty. We love the guy. We don't want to hate him. I I keep reading story after story after story about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. People are so enamored with it. Official yet? It's annoying as fuck. And I, you know, I could have asked Pat with both of them, but no. I like. I still like Travis Kelsey. 
Taylor Swift, fuck you. I hope you get ass paddled for the rest of your life. At least. Actually, I, I, man, I, I hope Travis comes to his searches. I hope so too. It's really starting to bother me. I'd hate to have to burn my Kelsey jersey over Taylor Swift. Yep. Yep. I cannot stand her. Yep. I have my reasons. I do. T- I think we all do, don't we? Yeah, well, mine even run political, and she's just a stupid bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, anyway. well, yeah, 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 I my agree. My opinion, my opinion. No, no, my no, no, opinion. no, 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 that's fine. Rob, you can have your opinion, and it, mine might just be just like yours. Who knows? But you know what? And Travis Kelsey are... Everybody feel free to eat a big bowl of shit. Okay, if, if the Chiefs was religion... Mahomes would be God. Travis Kelsey would be Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got Jesus going after Bathsheba. Who would Who would Andy Reid be? Mary or uh, Joseph? Joseph. A rich disciple was sitting off in the corner eating a cheeseburger. Um. Um. Um, that was Blitzen, right? No. <laughs> yeah, that was Blitzen. That Wimpy, was Disciple Wimpy. Blitzen. Yeah, Wimpy. Wimpy. Yeah, that was Disciple Wimpy. He was one eating shit. Disciple Wimpy, yeah. That was it. Pay you next Tuesday. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got I got a question for you, Rob. This is a Kansas City thing, okay? And I just want to know if you remember. You remember Wimpy's on Troost? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that a great cheeseburger? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, they're they're no longer there. They haven't been there in probably 25, 30 years. But my God, I remember going there. And on Tuesdays, they had the two cheeseburgers for one price. Oh, my gosh. You could barely... It took like an hour to get your food, but you didn't give a shit. You stood out there in that gravel parking lot waiting for those two delicious cheeseburgers. Yep, Whoopies. That was a great place. Okay, and now that you mentioned Whoopies... Okay. I ran a thing across a thing on Facebook the other day. Uh huh. Do you remember Smacks? Yes, I love Smacks. Well, there was one Independence. Independence Avenue. And then there was one there at the corner in Main Street in Grandview. Yes, there was. It was. It's now a Burger King. Yeah. And on Facebook, everybody was talking about the one Independence. I said I grew up going to one in Grandview. And then I started getting people falling in on that. Okay, there was also one on Independence yeah, I Avenue. I loved that place as a kid. The Smackaroo. Remember the Smackaroo? Yes. Yeah, the Smackaroo had like uh, two beef patties, lettuce, cheese, onions, uh, special sauce, and oh, onion God. ring. Was... Yeah, oh, it was good. And as a kid, that was the greatest, man. Yeah, Smackaroo was the best. Smacks was better than McDonald's at that point. The the Smacks was uh, right across the street from Thatcher Elementary School in Northeast Kansas City. And uh, I got to go there a couple of times, but then it went out of business because of, uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, you remember a deal about them selling horse meat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I possibly that. bought from organized crime. 
Odd stories. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, anyhow, they went out and they replaced it with McDonald's, and everybody was pissed. Because uh, McDonald's was good back then, but it was no Smacks. Smacks was the shit. The last Smacks right. in existence was the one in Bannister Mall, around Kansas City. Yeah. And that was there okay, for the quite Smacks a few years. that I went to was right on the corner at Main Street and Grandview. Mm-hmm. You, you know, okay, Main Street and Grandview, go across it like you're heading towards the courthouse and all yes. that. Yes, yeah. That corner, that left-hand corner, the corner right yeah. there. Yeah, the outer and, road and Main Street. Yeah, and Man, that used to be right on that corner. Yeah, and the one I was thinking of, I that, where that the guy, Burger that King is, the, best food. the one that I was thinking of where the Burger King is now in Grandview was actually a Jack in the Box. The Smacks was over there, like you said, on the other side of the freeway. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're talking about yeah. 71 Highway. So. Right, right. 49 now. Yeah, I forty nine. It's also seventy one. Okay, sad. Yeah. I'm I'm two and a half hours away, and I got to get used to it being called forty nine. Uh, used to it being yeah. called seventy one. Yeah, well, I, old school still calls it seventy one, but them. Anyway. Yeah, everybody I know calls it seventy one. Yeah, only the nerds call it forty nine. As soon as they call forty nine, we beat them up. Well, seventy nine highway. Seventy one highway. Seventy-one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh well. Who one's cares? a highway and one's an interstate. Yes, one's a U.S. highway, one's yeah. an interstate. Um, and the reason they did that is because they're going all. They went all the way to New Orleans with it. They wanted a, a north and south highway or freeway, besides I-35, that goes straight down into New Orleans. I-35 goes through Texas, and this one goes through Arkansas, Louisiana, all the way to New Orleans. Um, I-49 does, so. Damn it does, don't it? Yeah, well, that's why, that was the whole I knew, idea. I knew, I, I, I knew it got down to Arkansas, but you're right, it does cut off and head that way. The whole idea was you're to right. take a lot of uh, 71 Highway, which is already interstate pretty much condition. They just didn't have all the overpasses. And it took it way down to uh, virtually Arkansas. And then it went past Arkansas, past uh, Springdale for a while there. They've been building on it for a while. And then finally then they switched it over to Interstate 49. They connected it all together. So anyhow, it's a great idea because they did need it. It's just I still like to call it 71 like you. So. Uh, yeah, that's what we grew up with. Yes. Okay, next one. DirecTV and Nexstar, both of them. And that's because their fucking feud costed millions of people across America two fucking weeks of NFL football. Great games that I could have watched but couldn't because they decided to have their little feud and and not show them on DirecTV Stream or on the uh, or on the uh, Dish, and it was bullshit. Could have been avoided because the price, if what I read is correct, the price isn't that far off. They're just trying to bully the other one and flex their muscle. And you guys both need your ass paddling at the same time, naked, bare-bottomed. That sound fair? I'm right there with you, buddy. I got second swing. Oh, good, good. We can take turns on them since it's two of them. 
Like I could battle yeah, next door near it. I got second. You got third. I got fourth. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Bare, bare ass, bare bottom, naked, over our knee, yeah. right? Okay. Everybody. All right. Everybody. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. And also, if you just if you were a victim of this and missed a couple of football games because of this, you're welcome to come in and paddle their asses too. All you gotta do oh, yeah. is yeah, you, yeah. all you gotta do is fill out a slight form. Take you about 30 seconds. It says, "Yes, my name is Frank, and I would like to paddle their ass because they made me miss football." And that's it. Hey, where are we at? Everybody has our email address. Just email, email us your request to paddle their asses with us, and we'll, we'll let you join. We'll even I'll even read your name off if you want to paddle their asses. I will read your name off on air. That like, uh, let's say Billy. Billy wants to paddle. Next door in DirecTV's ass for these shenanigans that they just pulled. And we, uh, then I'll come on here and go, hey Rob, um, I got an email. You know, Billy wants to join in on the ass paddle on the Next Star in DirecTV. And then, and then Rob, what will you say? I say, let bring it in. All right. You can have my swing. The more paddlers, the merrier. No, 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 no one takes our swings. Yeah. We get the swing, but they get, they do too. So. No, you and I get first, they get the rest. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Because there's going to be a long line behind us, uh, hopefully. Yep. Next. Because other people feel the same way about the people we talk about. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know they do. I know they do. Um, I'm about to bring Elon up for another one. Oh, okay. We'll get to that here in a minute. I'm almost done with this list. Um, no, next. not tonight. But he's working on it. Oh, okay. All right. Next one, idiot parkers at the city market. And every time I go park at an end of the row, so they can't box me in so I can get in my fucking car. And every time some motherfucker parks in a no parking zone and boxes me in. Topher thought I was going to kill someone the other day, and I really thought about it. Because some motherfucker went in the no parking zone just to block me. Stupid fucking people. Dude, it sounds like you've had the week I have. I'm tired of stupid people. Oh, stupid people everywhere. I would, at this point, I would rather hang out with animals than humans. Same here. And I love what George Carlin always said is, is I mean, I'd, you know, fucking animals is the way to go. Hang out with animals. People are stupid and do stupid shit. Animals are cool. They're not out to ruin your fucking day. They, they're just there being a cool animal. People are out there to ruin your day because they're stupid fucks. So, and, yeah, it's, we talked about this before we went on there. Yep. Next one, Sirius XM again, and that is because their programming really—I mean, I like some of their stuff, but their programming is really subpar anymore. They've really not invested anything in getting good younger talent on the air good younger talk people um, it's just like the same old same old and they've been stale for a, quite a few years they took and they bought into the Howard Stern that miserable idiot and they think that he's their savior well no he's ruining the company with his brand of bullshit and his his brand of drivel and droning on all the time and just he just man in my opinion he's like one of the worst and Anyhow, they really haven't added anything very much anymore. And I don't know. I'm just like, I just think they suck. Even only paying like six bucks a month, they still suck. And then next, 
the New York Jets and artificial turf. Shall they share an ass paddling for probably ruining Aaron Rodgers' career? I keep hearing more and more complaints about the artificial turf. It tears people's knees out. Every, every, everybody says it's the new artificial turf is supposed to be more like grass, but it's worse. Oh, what it, the athletes are saying. Without a doubt, it's worse. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. So, let's take a break and we'll be back here in a minute, okay? Alright. When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water. Because nobody likes a stinky asshole. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Men, your headphones snag on every door handle. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You are dressed like an assistant debate coach at an Ohio State Middle School. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright. I am currently looking for a Marilyn Manson article. Oh, here it is, right here. I thought I'd had it. So I I alluded to the Marilyn Manson ass paddling that I was talking about earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got the article right here. Okay, so here's what happened. The 54-year-old, whose real name is Brian Warner, appeared in court Monday and was charged with two misdemeanor counts of simple assault following, following the incident during a 2019 concert in New Hampshire. And this just came out, so I mean, I don't know why it took so long, maybe because of COVID for him to go to court over this and plea. Manson pleaded no contest to the charge of nose blowing, meaning that does not contest. It means he does not contest the charge, but he does not admit guilt. The plea was part of a deal that saw prosecutors agree to dismiss. Oh, okay, it was a plea deal, so he'd been in court for a while. I didn't understand that. The plea was yeah, part. Yeah, and, and just so you know, when you have money, you can put court off for a while. And that's what he has done clearly just saying. Just since saying. 2019. Here we are. Fucking four yeah, years later. Point, yeah, yeah. Manson pleaded no contest to the charge of nose blowing. The plea was part of a deal that saw prosecutors agree to dismiss the other charge against the musician, which alleged that he spat on the camera operator. Okay, so he blew his nose on the guy and then he spit on him. He was fined just over $1,400. 
with $200 suspended. Oh, big fucking whoopee. And he needs to stay arrest-free for a while. Also notifying local police uh, of any New Hampshire performances in two years. During the New Hampshire concert, Manson approached the camera operator Susan Fountain, put his face close to her camera, and spat a big loogie at her, according to the police affidavits. A police sergeant who reviewed the video footage said that the affidavit that Manson blew a significant amount of mucus at Fountain, and that after the camera view changes. You can see Manson point and laugh at Fountain as she uh, gets down and walks away. Miss Fountain said in a statement that the incident was the most disgusting thing a human could have, could have done. Manson initially pleaded guilty to both charges in 2021, with a rock star's lawyer claiming the type of filming that Miss Fountain was doing at the concert commonly exposes videographers to incidental contact with bodily fluids. Oh, bullshit. The guy hawked a fucking loogie and spit it on her. That's not incidental contact. Okay. Right? Is that agreed? I, I was, well, I was trying to figure, as you read in that, trying to figure out how it played out. Uh-huh. Did he come off the stage and just do it and accidentally hit her? Or did he look at her and just do it at her? He, it sounds to me from what That's I read what here. That would make the defense. Okay. It sounds to me from what I just read that he looked at her, hocked one up, spit it at her. It doesn't say it actually hit her, though. But okay, well, he laughed. It, he laughed the at action her. action of doing it would be enough. Yeah. Yeah, he laughed at her is what it said. He busted. He, he laughed. Busted. So him laughing would indicate oh, he that he, he he planned it, did it, and then thought it was funny. He'll serve as a okay. Marilyn Manson sues. Uh, eh, you know what? Marilyn Manson sued one of the women that accused him of sexual assault. Um. Anyhow, the, this is one of the women that said that he abused her sexually, but that thing is still in court, and it was a little add-on to this. And yeah. to be fair, I'm going to read the whole thing. It said that little excerpt was it that was attached to that article. I'm going to read the excerpt, and I will have it on uh, in a podcast or two. So, okay. yeah. So, yeah, it, they get lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, Rob, uh, do you have uh, something you want to, uh, you have any stories you want to cover? Man, uh, I got one about the Brady House, Brady Munch House. Oh, go ahead. Sounds good. Buying a $3.2 million model in the Brady Bunch home might have been the worst investment ever as far as property investments go. But art collector and owner Tina Tehran doesn't seem to have any regrets. Speaking to people, she has no intentions of selling the property, even if none of the appliances work. So none of the appliances in the Brady Bunch house works. <laughs> so Alice was a fake. I guess so. I guess what they're saying. I, I, that, that's who, so far, that's what I'm just They're calling Alice a fake. But anyway, uh, when I was buying it, I wasn't thinking. Well, it was a great investment, she said. 
when I buy art, it's because I love the art. It's not because, oh, I'm going to make money on this. If you're going to, if you're going to make money in art, you have to sell it. I buy art, and then I don't sell it. The Los Angeles property, which was used for the exterior shots on the Brady Bunch, was initially bought in 2018 for $3.5 by HGTV. Oh, wow. The network didn't spend almost $2 million to renovate it, so the interior perfectly replicated the sitcom on the 2019 series, A Very Brady Renovation. Cool. Wow. I well, know. okay. Do I know? Uh, Tehran purchased a home from HGTV for $3.2 million. Uh-huh. Approximately 9% less than what the network purchased it. Oh, wow. But yeah, she found fiction that she's going to leave the appliance. And it's like, it's one of them stories that's lengthy. She's going to leave it the way it is. Appliances okay. aren't going to work. She's going to leave it the way we've seen it on TV. I, okay, cool. Let's go with me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm glad somebody had the money to do it. I am too, really. Well, cool. All right. Well, should we go ahead and wrap this podcast up, Rob? Yeah, we're going to be about that time. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank and you for we'll, and Everybody, just trust me. We will have a lot more going on tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, from the way it sounds, I think you're going to take the pulpit quite a few times. Yep. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.